Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Supreme Court arguments. Pitting the First Amendment against anti-discrimination law. Power station attacked. It appears to be an intentional, willful, and malicious act. Trump and the Constitution. What he suggests ought to be shocking to everyone. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Today, the U.S. Supreme Court hears arguments in the case of a graphic artist, Lori Smith, who objects to designing wedding websites for same-sex couples. Colorado is not only telling me what I can't say, they're telling me what I must say. Colorado Attorney General Phil Weiser. This is not only about equal rights based on sexual orientation or gender identity. This is about equal rights based on religion ethnicity or race. Here's CBS's Jan Crawford. The court had a similar case five years ago involving a baker. He won that case, but narrowly the justices didn't take up these bigger First Amendment issues, so now it's back before this newly conservative Supreme Court. The FBI is involved in the investigation into power stations that were shot up and disabled in Moore County, North Carolina. CBS's Bradley Blackburn. Utility provider Duke Energy says the substation suffered extensive damage. Their crews are working to restore power quickly, but that process could take several days. We are looking at a pretty sophisticated repair. With overnight temperatures dropping below freezing, the county has opened an emergency shelter. Resident Andrew Wilkins is staying home with his family, huddling by a fire to stay warm. It's frustrating. It's unfortunate. It's, uh, it's, it's frankly, in some levels, infuriating. Now to Georgia, CBS's Nicole Killian has the latest on the final day's blitz in the U.S. Senate runoff. Election day is tomorrow. Are you ready to win this election? Incumbent Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock ended Sunday in church. You're going to vote for somebody whose last name begins with a W. And the Baptist minister who pastors the same church Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. did got some backup from the choir. In a virtual phone bank with Stevie Wonder. Georgia needs Herschel Walker. Instead of star power, it was Senate power with South Carolina's Tim Scott and Louisiana's John Kennedy stumping for Republican challenger Herschel Walker. Raphael Warnock has spent over $100 million against me already, and we're in a tie. It's all part of an intense ground game to drive turnout on both sides. Democrats and some Republicans are blasting former President Trump for saying on social media that parts of the Constitution should be terminated so he can be restored to the presidency. New York Republican Congressman-elect Mike Lawler on CNN. I don't support that. Uh, the Constitution is set for a reason. University of Virginia political scientist Larry Sabato. He's saying there's an alternative to a new election. It's simply installing me, Donald Trump, as president again. Overseas, the word from Iran is the country's morality police is being disbanded. CBS's Holly Williams tells us it's been one of the targets in weeks of demonstrations over the treatment of women. Iran's morality police are hated by many. 
In social media videos, they're seen enforcing conservative Islamic dress codes imposed on women, including a compulsory head covering. They were the ones who arrested 22-year-old Masa Amini in September. Many in Iran believe she was beaten or tortured by the morality police. OPEC oil-producing nations say they're sticking with their target to cut production. A European Union boycott of most Russian oil took hold today. Here in the U.S., gasoline prices have dropped 40 cents a gallon over the last month. AAA says the national average for regular is now 340. Well, this week, we take a look at electric vehicles. Here's CBS's Jennifer Kuiper. The dive into electric vehicle research for Casey Boyce with Escalant Research started in 2020. He tells CBS News Radio the number of people likely to buy a new electric vehicle is growing. The percentage climbed from 17% in 2020 up to 21% this year. Boyce says three things are driving customers toward an EV. The first is knowing someone who has one. The second thing's awareness of charging infrastructure. Third is really the exposure with the EV. Sam Mabula Samad with Guidehouse Insights E-Mobility Research Service says the federal commitment to charging stations on highways is also helping, but... We do need to make sure that that funding goes along with some sort of assurances chargers are properly maintained. Jennifer Kuiper, CBS News. A committee has selected slugging first baseman Fred McGriff to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens were left out again. McGriff slammed 493 home runs in an 18-year career. He was an All-Star five times. Deshaun Watson returned to Houston. <laughs> greeted with boos, the former Texans quarterback played in his first game for the Cleveland Browns, returning from a suspension stemming from sexual misconduct allegations. The Browns won the game 27 to 14. One of the founding cast members on TV Sesame Street has died. Who are the people in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood. Actor, musician, and author Bob McGrath, right there from the start in 1969, was 90 years old. It was a glittering night in Washington at the 45th Annual Kennedy Center Honors. CBS's Vladimir Dutier. The ceremony featured tributes to the Empress of Soul, Gladys Knight, whose pips joined Garth Brooks on stage. He's a Contemporary Christian artist and chart-topping pop star Amy Grant was also honored. I'm here for Gladys Knight, can't you tell? Julia Roberts heaped plenty of humor and praise at close friend and actor George Clooney. He is profoundly present and attentive to the world around him. Tanya Leone has composed groundbreaking orchestral, ballet, opera, and choral works. Rounding out the class, U2, whose staying power across 40 years was honored with touching tributes and electrifying performances. In Waukesha, Wisconsin, they held the annual Christmas parade yesterday. Reporter Bruce Marcus says it comes a year after six people at the event were killed when a man drove an SUV through the crowd. People lined the downtown streets to celebrate the holiday season and to remember the victims of last year's rampage. The parade featured first responders and others who witnessed the tragedy. We were in the parade last year and of course a lot of our girls were injured. So we're out here to just cheer Everybody on. And remain Waukesha strong. And the way to do Waukesha strong is not back off of, of what we had. Security was tight for the parade, which featured no incidents.
minutes. The word of the year for the Oxford Dictionaries is actually a phrase, goblin mode. It's defined as behavior that's unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, or greedy. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 